You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Heidi. Thank you for waiting for me. You all know my career and my job had been in transition. On top of that, I got really, really sick and then ended up with the death in the family and had to leave for the weekend for a funeral. So I know that it has been a long time since I've been on here and I myself am trying to adjust to a completely new work schedule and work week for me. I have never in 23 years not got up, got dressed, and went into the office. And um, last week was different for me because I got up and got dressed and went into the office one day because Monday was Labor Day. Um, got it and went into the office one day. And then when I went in, I was in a new room, in a new place, in somebody else's territory. I have never worked in anybody else's territory. I've always owned my own. So that was one thing that was a little different. Um, I was really relieved when patients with familiar faces started coming in. I felt much, much better. And the first day in the office went fantastic. Um, the other thing that was new for me is because I was sick the week prior to Labor Day, um, my husband and I's seventh anniversary was on the first, which was Sunday. We were both sick and we sat on the couch and watched movies for our anniversary. But because I had closed my office and knew that I had to work from home on Tuesday, on Labor Day, I had to get up and make a makeshift office in my house. Now, that's another story. The youngest daughter of ours is at Marine Corps Boot Camp. She has four more weeks. Uh, we will be down there in four weeks to celebrate her graduation with her. So my home office is eventually going to be in her bedroom, but we want her to be able to come home to home and so I have a office in the basement that actually turned out really cute. I have a picture of the founding team, which is Melissa and Angela and myself on the wall. Um, of course, I have the same picture of my hot husband that's always been in my office. I have my computer and my iPad and, of course, my glass of wine, which seems to loom around me. But anyway, Tuesday and Wednesday, I worked from home for the first time ever in my life, and by the end of the first day, it was apparent that I already needed to make myself some rules. It was 7.30 and I was still in the office working. Um, I had to, of course, do address changes and stuff like that, which I won't always have to do. But last week was exciting and emotional and scary and everything that you could dump into one. And then we had to change our weekend plans because, like I said, we had to go to a funeral out of town. So now here it is, Sunday evening, and I have not talked to you guys for almost two weeks, and I am so sorry. However, um, I'm glad to be here now, and I am wanting to first mention a few things. If you are not in the Strength Within 
support group on Facebook, you have to get in it. Search Strength Within. It's a closed group, which means people can search it, but they can't see who's in it, and they can't see anything that's posted unless they are in it. Um, there is, I screen people. If I have a question about people, I definitely will message them so that you're, you're safe within that group. Um, but if you're not in that group, I keep that group very positive. It, there is, there's people in that group that are going through every type of toxic relationship there is. Um, it is all genders. It is all types of relationships. It's coworkers, it's family, it's siblings, it's intimate relationships, it's partners, it's Every, probably every type of relationship that could be presented is represented within the Strength Within Facebook group. And I mean, we're small. Well, we're, I say we're small. We are way bigger than the day we started. I think we're just about to hit 450 before the conference in April. I think we're at 150. So through the last few months, we've grown uh, by 300 people. And I, I attribute that to the podcast because most of you are finding me uh, by the podcast. So if you're not in Strength Within and you're looking for a support group, it works very well. You can introduce yourself in there if you want to. You can be as active as you want to. But occasionally, you'll find somebody in there whose situation is very similar to yours. Well, if we've just made a connection of two people who are living parallel lives, you've immediately found yourself a support a support buddy. And that's my intent with that group. Uh, when I was going through the toxic relationships in my life, I didn't know I was in it. I had no idea. I thought everything was my fault. I thought, how did you get in this and you're not good enough to keep up a good marriage or you're not good enough to keep up a good friendship or to keep up a good relationship? And I took all of that on me. And so, of course, you guys know, because I've mentioned it before, that my mission is to be the person that I needed when I was going through it. And this Strength Within support group provides that for you. Um, you can even get on there and go, here's my situation. Is anybody in this group experiencing the same thing? And you are going to have a handful of people go, yes, exactly me. Well, then you immediately have your new support group. And so people that are here to support you don't have to be your best friends. They just have to understand what you're going through. That's what support is. That's why people in your life that don't understand your situation, you feel like they don't support you. But the whole reason is, is they don't understand it. So Strength Within, um, I created that group so that you could feel like there was people in your life, whether you're face-to-face -face with them or online, that understand exactly what you're going through. So Strength Within, um, fantastic group. The other thing I w did want to say is we right now at Coaching with Dr. Heidi do not have a waiting list for private coaching. Um, we normally do, and we don't now. This happens every year this time of the year because schools are back in session and people are trying to get back on a schedule, and there's a lot of activities within the household and in people's lives. So I just wanted to make sure that you knew there are a couple openings for private coaching. My private coaching, I do not take everybody into private coaching. It is an application process, and you can fill out the application on Coaching with Dr. Heidi website. Um, and obviously, there, there's a consultation that's done, you know, before that. But there are a couple openings in that. And could you imagine if you went in to 2020 in a completely different situation than you're in right now? Could you even imagine that? What if that happened? What if you put the time and energy into yourself now? So the beginning of 2020, you had a clearer vision. 
see what I did there, 2020. Anyway, um, it's a perfect time to start. The pro I have different programs available, so it just depends on what you're looking for. So if you have been thinking it's time for me to make a move, every time I make a move, I can't do it myself. I don't have enough support. I keep doing the same thing over and over, or I get out for a while and I get sucked back in. If you've been feeling like um, it's about half past quarter till, I don't give a crap, and it's time for you to move on, um, now would be the time because there is there is openings and you won't have to wait. You'll have everything you need uh, emotionally and confidence-wise and self-worth-wise to make a move to a place in your life that's better for you by the end of the year. So if you've been thinking about that, now would be a great time. Um, that being said, I have something that's kind of been weighing on me and that's what I want to talk about today. And I feel like I've got about three or four things that might kind of pull into this recording. And you guys know that when Dr. Heidi wings it, I don't, I don't know what's coming out. Sometimes I have an outline for the podcast. Sometimes I am winging it. Today I am winging it. But a couple of the things that I want to talk about have been popping up either through people who've been messaging me or people who I've done consultations with or people that I am now currently working with closely. And these are some of the questions that have come up. And I just had something along the lines of this subject pop up in my life. Um, I don't know if, if it pop up in my life. A pop up in conversation while my husband and I were driving this weekend because we had to be out of town. So I kind of threw this mishmash of stuff that I wanted to talk about in a big pile. And I'm just going to kind of pull it out piece by piece. If it makes sense, great. If it doesn't, sorry, I'll redeem myself the next time. But one of the things that I've heard over and over recently is I feel numb. Okay. I just feel like nothing phases me anymore. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I'm just blah. Okay. So I do want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about who were you before somebody told you you would have to be. Or who were you before somebody molded you into what they thought you should be? And that, I'm going to kind of dump that together. And I have a quote laying here. Um, you guys know I love little affirmations. If you've won a bracelet from me, um, usually we dump an affirmation card in when we ship the bracelets out. Or, uh, you know, I'll, I'm a big affirmation little card person. And I have one laying here that says, The only person that you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be. Okay, and to me that sounds like a rah-rah high school graduation card message, right? You can be anything you want, you know, da-da-da-da-da, rah-rah, that type of thing. But when I, ha I have this laying on my desk, my new desk, by the way, the only person you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be. Now, there's a lot of key words in that quote, the only person you are destined is a huge word to become is the person you decide to be. But to me, the biggest word in that quote is the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. So I go back to who were you before somebody told you who you had to be or who you should be. Now, in my case, that was not something that was so difficult for me to grasp because I grew up in what I would consider a very healthy, loving, supportive environment. I left the supportive environment 
thinking everybody was good and wanted what was best for me and was fair and kind and loving with good intentions, right? Well, that was a big mistake because that's not the case. So I come from a little bit different place because I kind of, nobody knows who they are when they're 21, obviously, but I knew what my personality was. I knew I was loud. I knew I was the big attention grabber. I knew I was the one that was always doing gymnastics in the middle of, you know, public where nobody else was doing gymnastics. So I knew that I, I mean, I knew I was outgoing. I knew I was social. I knew I was happy and I knew I liked to laugh. And when I fell into the trap of a toxic relationship, slowly that all went away. So I kind of knew what my personality was supposed to be like. For those of you who've been raised in a toxic environment or been in a toxic environment for a very long time, you might not remember or you might not have ever had the opportunity to even, you know, grow and blossom into whoever it is you were supposed to be. So the only person you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be. Now, it's that's easy. I mean, isn't that a super happy quote? And isn't it cute? And like the card that I have it on, it's got flowers and stuff around it that just makes it look really happy. But when I read that, it's almost devastating to me because I felt like I didn't have a choice of who I was supposed to be. When I moved from the supportive, loving upbringing into a relationship that was not healthy for me, I really felt like I didn't have a choice. And if you tried to, if I tried to be myself and tried to portray the person that made me happy and made me feel fulfilled, there was always conflict. But if you are raised in that environment, and I've seen people that have been raised from very young, I know them now, they still are unsure of who they really are. It's because that word you is missing from your quote, the person you decide to become. And, you know, I see clients from all over the world now. And part of the program that I take people through is we teach the 21 character traits of the toxic person. That's what we do because we're targets. But the second half is who are you? What do you like? What makes you happy? What makes you feel fulfilled? You know, what do you want to do with your life? What are your goals? What are your values? What do you stand for? And 90% of the people who hire me as a private coach to get them either through or out of or moved past the toxic relationship teardown don't have any idea who they are, what makes them happy, what hobbies they like, shoot what their favorite color is. Why? Because you, the word you was not in their quote. It was the only person you were destined to become is the person who somebody else decided you would be. Whether it was a parent, whether it was siblings, whether it was kids at school judging you, whether it was an intimate relationship, a high school girlfriend. But somewhere along the line, your vision of yourself was altered by the people in your life. So my challenge is, and again, I always challenge at the end. I'm not even halfway to the end of this podcast, but the challenge for you would be, you know, who is it that you decided you want to be? Because this is your decision. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if, you know, you feel like you're stuck. I don't care if you've got kids and you feel like you can't leave till the kids are older. You still get to decide who you want to be. Now, back to the why do I feel numb? Okay. Um, 
I don't believe that I was numb at all in the beginning of a toxic relationship that I have had in my past. I feel like I was very emotional. I was very into it. I was very wanting a relationship to work. I was very um, open to new ideas and new, you know, thought processes. And of course I was raised in, in kind of a conservative community. So anything and everything was new to Dr. Heidi, you know, right. It was like, I stepped out in this world of stuff that I'd never seen before and never heard of, but I was open to that. And just, I was open to being happy and being a good wife and mother and whatever it is my calling was, I just wanted to be a good one. And so I really feel like even though I know there was red flags that were popping up, I still wanted to be the best one that I could be, you know, and as time went on in that relationship, I had to learn to self-protect. You self-protect to keep conflict down. You self-protect to be accepted. You self-protect to be the person that they wanted. You self-protect to not have your feelings hurt. You self-protect to, you know, keep your confidence up. You self-protect so that your feelings don't get hurt continually. So if you're an emotional person and you're very charismatic and you throw passion into everything you do, when someone is continually in conflict or belittling or criticizing you as a person, you are automatically going to self-protect. It is no different than hypothermia. In hypothermia, what happens? Your body shuts down the circulation to your extremities, right? Why? Because your vital organs are in the center. So it can't send blood out to your fingertips and piggy toes when it's trying to keep the organs warm. And self-protection emotionally is the exact same way. If you're getting your feelings hurt and you're getting crushed down and you're getting beat down and you're constantly on a treadmill of, I'm not good enough, I need to be perfect and striving for that all the time, your body's going to go, Ooh, this, this feelings getting hurt all the time is way too painful. I'm going to have to learn how to monitor this so that we don't feel the pain all the time. So eventually over time, what happens is nothing really makes you happy. Nothing really makes you sad. Nothing really makes you cry because you know that if you show emotion, there will be conflict or there will be an issue or there will be a fight or there will be something that is going to end up in you feeling bad about yourself, you, you know, getting a knockdown on the confidence scale, you feeling worthless, you know, and, and I run into clients all the time who people straight out tell them you're worthless. You know, you are, you are so worthless. I can't even believe that I stay with you because you're so worthless. Okay. If you hear that several times a day or several times in your, in your life or in your relationship, you're going to start feeling that if I don't protect myself, I'm, I'm going to feel worthless. So basically what you do is you put a little shell, a little, a little plastic Easter egg. You click it right around those emotions. And when you have a little protective shell around those emotions, your mental body and your mental health part of your being feels a little bit safe. Because when you're happy, you're in trouble. When you're sad, you're in trouble. When you're happy, the rug gets pulled out from underneath you. Happiness never lasts very long in a toxic relationship. Why? Toxic people need to be in control of your emotions. And if they're not the, not the ones making you happy, 
which is an emotion. They are going to be the ones that make you sad, which is an emotion. So they're going to control that roller coaster. And if I have, if I had a dime for every time I had a client describe how they feel as an emotional roller coaster, it's because a toxic person needs to make sure that they're controlling your emotions. So it's a push me, pull me, happy, sad, happy, sad all the time because they know if they can make you one or the other, they're controlling you, right? So as my relationship went on, I went into self-protection mode until pretty soon, nothing really fazed me. I mean, I knew I wasn't happy and I knew I was acting like I was happy and I knew that my life from the outside looking in looked completely different than my life from the inside looking out, but we compartmentalize and we become very good actresses and actors and we know how to play the part. And so we do it. And just like an actor or an actress, the emotions aren't real. Because if the emotions aren't real, they don't hurt. So you pretend you're happy. You pretend you're upset. You, you know, we end up compartmentalizing everything and we only show our true emotions in a place of safety. But when you are in a toxic relationship and you are with a toxic person, you have to be on guard all the time to protect your mental health. And that's, that's the body's natural process. It's going to protect itself. That's what it does. But the sad thing is eventually things that your friends and family would, would absolutely not put up with, you're living with on a daily basis. Things that should never be accepted in a relationship you totally accept because you're to- you are numb to the pain that that type of situation would have caused. You know, pretty soon there's infidelity. Well, there's always infidelity. So what's the difference? So now you've gone from, you know, a vow of staying married and staying loyal and staying, you know, honorable to each other to, oh, well, they've always got a girlfriend or they've always got a boyfriend because you have numbed your emotion to the fact that you feel unaccepted by the person. And, and again, it's, we don't do it on purpose. It's our body's natural defense mechanism to keep us safe. But eventually as you numb things that should not numb you don't even phase you. And that's where I think it starts getting dangerous. The body just protects itself. So when you get out of a toxic relationship and you move forward from toxic relationships or you move out of a home where there was an unhealthy environment, people want to think, okay, good. They're out. Everything's great. I tell you, my friends, this is just the beginning. And this was what my husband and I were talking about this weekend in the car when we were traveling. Um, I went through the whole entire post-traumatic stress disorder type emotional transition healing, whatever we call it, when I finally was able to free myself. And it was ugly. And I'll tell my clients, it's these emotions have to come out. You can't stuff them down forever. And what I found is the, the anger and the me not having a voice and me not having opinion, when I started getting in a safe place, AKA with the man that I'm married to now, um, those emotions started coming out and they didn't come out on ugly people. They came out on the person that made me feel the safest. So as the emotions started coming out, my now husband paid for it because I was in a safe place and it was safe for emotions to come out where everywhere else in my life, 
it was not safe. So that was a struggle the first few years of our relationship because we never knew when it was coming and I would go from zero to kicking doors off in 30 seconds. And then talk about humiliation. It was like I it was like the Tasmanian devil came out. I couldn't even control that and the next day was absolutely humiliated at my behavior. But as I learned what was happening and as I learned that that numb emotions that have been stuffed down for so long eventually come out, I could talk to myself and work myself through it. Now, I'm not going to say it doesn't occasionally happen. It does and it's ugly and I'm humiliated. But at this point, after 11 years, my husband now is pretty forgiving. I mean, he he gets it. He sometimes doesn't understand it, but he gets it. But what we were talking about in the car is he did say, you know, for everything you have gone through and everything your girls have gone through, I'm starting to notice that you don't handle stress near as well as you used to. And if I say something teasing, like about, you know, the fact that you have your shit all over the vanity, I'm totally teasing because my husband and I, we really don't have anything that bugs us about each other, but occasionally, just like any male, will tease me or tease you about all the, you know, 87 bottles of crap that you have to haul with you on the road. But he said, I do notice that you, you take things very personally now, which I'm surprised because everything you went through and as long as you had to hear all the belittling and criticisms and, and live with all that stuff, how it only takes me saying you have a lot of stuff on the vanity in a joking way to get, well, he says I get an attitude, but, but to give me a trigger. And so I'm trying to process this because I feel the same way. I feel like for everything I've been through, I should be able to handle anything. And I notice myself, maybe it's age, I don't know, but I don't handle stress as well. And I think the good thing about that is it's because I'm getting back in tune with who I am. You know, if I would have had to handle this type of stress prior to my toxic relationship and being numb and just being as strong as I could to get through it, if I had to deal with that before, I probably would have reacted the same way I'm reacting now. So even though the person that he met when I met him 11 years ago could handle anything, but I was still, I was still in the midst of being on guard and in self-protection. And as he's made me a, a safe place and I have got friends that, you know, I trust and I, they wholeheartedly understand what I've been through. And as I've gotten safe, I've allowed my emotions to come back. And it's, it weirds some people out because they think, well, good grief. She went through all this, this, and this, and all I have to do is say X and she's upset. And I, I almost tried to take it as an insult. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not taking that as an insult. That is me getting back to me controlling my emotions. And it has been a long ass time since I could say I'm the one that's in control of my emotions. And so when, when I have a client that says, you know, I feel completely numb. The reason that you feel numb is because you are self protecting, which is, which is great because it is protection. But you do need to know that when you're moving forward, it's not the divorce that's the end of it. It's not the move out that's the end of it. It's not the no contact that's the end of it. It is the now the work starts. 
because now we have to crawl out of this self-protection mode and we have to figure out who we are and you know where we stand and what our values are because now it's just up to us and it's easy to fall back onto somebody else because finding out who you are is hard work it is absolutely hard work and you come out of toxic relationships feeling worthless feeling not confident feeling like you you're never going to succeed like nobody's ever going to love you and you yourself have to overcome that and figure out how to move forward and so when I heard the clients the last couple of weeks going, I don't know, I just feel numb. Like I feel like the stuff that they're doing should be bothering me, but I just, so it doesn't hurt me, I just pretend it's not happening. And, and that's completely normal. But you do need to realize that moving out of that, in order to be healthy and get yourself in a healthy place, we need to work through the numbness. And working through the numbness is not always pretty. In fact, it is ugly sometimes. But now looking back, you know, just this week and with the stuff on the vanity. And it was a funny thing because we drove as long as we could. And then we pulled off the interstate, got a hotel. My overnight bag exploded on the vanity. So there was probably 72 bottles on the vanity. So, I mean, it was hilarious. But I did for a second want to take it super personal. And then I thought, you know what? This is, this is me. This is who I am. I would have got upset about that before I had to go through the 15 years of self-protection numb mode. And I see it in my kids. I see it in my clients. I see it in the friends that I have that I know that have gone through this same thing. But the only person you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be, not the person that somebody else tells you you should be. So, you know, the last podcast that I did was the one on Am I in Love? We tend to compromise so much crap when we're trying to convince ourselves we're in love, don't do that. Who are you? Who do you want to be in a relationship? The last thing you want to be is somebody in a relationship that doesn't feel like themselves or somebody in a relationship that doesn't have emotion or somebody that's calling me saying, I feel totally numb. We're not supposed to be numb. We're emotional human beings. You need to embrace it and you need to go with it and surround yourself with the people that allow you to be as emotional as you want, to be vulnerable, to be yourself, to laugh, to cry, to do all of that stuff that within a toxic relationship would get you in trouble or ridiculed. You get to decide the person that you're destined to become and only you. And it is a journey. So I'm, I love this part of it because I would have never, I would have never pictured me as a person like I am today. You know, I have fears, I have challenges, I have all of that, but I don't feel the doom and gloom and the worthless that I used to. And I am very blessed in the fact that I have been able to take this crap cesspool of toxic yuck that I went through and have been able to verbalize it enough, not only to help others, but to help me heal and to help me understand it. So if you're feeling numb, we need to talk about getting you back to who you are. Because numb means you're self-protecting. And self-protecting means you're not safe. And not safe means you're in an unhealthy environment. And that is probably not where you need to be. So I hope 
this is encouraging for some people because when you're feeling like not yourself, it's the worst feeling in the world. So I'm hoping to hear from a few of you. Um, again, Strength Within is the name of the support group. And there is no waiting on my private coaching right now. I don't know how long that will last. So I thought I would sneak that in here in tonight's um, episode. Um, I am, I do have some guests lined up. Evidently, the software company was messing with the uh, guest recording. So I had to hold off on that. But I've got some guests coming up in the next a month or so, and I would love to hear what podcast topics you have for me. Um, I've been making a list, so I've got a few that are up and coming, but I want to hear from you. What do you want and what do you need? So um, the Freedom Me online program, which is the virtual coaching, which means I am in a Facebook group once a week teaching my program. Uh, that is very affordable. You can find that on the site. We're getting ready to start that over uh, beginning the second week in October. Uh, you can actually jump in that anytime and you can stay in as long as you want. But to get the, the course from the beginning to the end, it's in October. And um, very, very affordable way to get my entire program if finances are um, an issue for you. There's a lot of different ways you can work with me. So if you have questions on that, message in. If you have not taken the TPA, which is the Toxicity Profile Analysis on my website, you can do that at coachingwithdrheidi.com. And um, also, let me know that you're following me on Instagram. I'm trying to grow that, and I love hearing from you. So until next week... Um, really dig down and try and figure out who it is that you, that you want to become. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Thank you.